Wagwan family, let's help Brata bring authentic Caribbean arts and culture off Broadway. Since 2009, Brata Productions has been dedicated to giving Caribbean and Caribbean American artists a platform to showcase their work and talents. They brought Caribbean folk culture, music, movement, artists, and theater to over 50 stages worldwide. This year, they're bringing Caribbean art mainstream to Off-Broadway with two plays and a concert from the award-winning Brata Folk Singers. But Brata needs our help. They recently launched a fundraising campaign online to assist with production costs. So let's help Brata reach their fundraising goal of 50000 Donate just $5, $10, $20 to their campaign. Give any little thing where you can give. Click the link in our show notes and it'll take you directly to the fundraiser and you can donate there. Get right for 2019, mind, body, and souls. Yeah, I said souls. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Style and Vibes podcast with me, Michaela. I'll be giving you the inside scoop on music, fashion, culture, and more from Caribbean celebrities and tastemakers across the globe. Pushing our culture with authenticity and, of course, style and vibes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Style and Vibes podcast. This is episode 19, uh, and I think it's very fitting because we're kicking off 2019 with a good style and vibes thing. Uh, it's the first official podcast of the year, and I'm really excited to kind of just talk about some of the things that I think will help you kind of make 2019 your best mind, body, and souls, you know? So we do it. Um, so I put together a list of 10 things that you could try to incorporate into your lifestyle. I'm more about lifestyle changes and not just, you know, um, doing things and not really accomplishing them. Um, so a lot of the things I've either have done, um, incorporating into my life and or would like to do so sometime this year. And I'll show more about each uh, and why, um, from a personal perspective, it has worked for me. I encourage you to do what is best for you. I just want to make sure that you have the most prosperous year possible and, you know, just enjoy life. You know, just don't take it yourself too seriously. Um, But first, I got to share what I'm styling on and vibing to, and then we'll get into my list of 10 things that you can do in 2019 to up the game Mind, body, and soul. So this week I am styling on Trinity Streetwear designer DLR clothing. Um, They have made some amazing pieces for Nyla Blackman and I think she is rocking them uh, so creatively. I love everything. Everything that she wears really um, is very captivating and they have this like yellow jumpsuit that I'm really feeling right now. And I, I really like that look because it's definitely very reminiscent of the 90s with a look of, you know, updated flair. And you guys know yellow and orange. Those are my colors. So, yeah, that's what I'm I'm, I'm styling on right now. I'll leave the link to their Facebook page so you can check them out. Uh, again, they're based in Trinidad. And, you know, you can shop them or you can reach out to them um, via email and you can see what they're all about. So my vibe, what I'm vibing on, there's so much good music coming up right now. But I think the one that is really coming to mind is um, Skinny Fabulous, Masha Montano, Bungie Garland, Family, 
that is gonna ring off it ring off it's already ringing off my gym selection is turned up with this song so i know you guys are gonna enjoy it it's a soca tune but trust me it's very high energy um and you'll be singing it in your head all year long trust me but i i like it while it's nice and fresh but i think it's definitely going to be a very hot song this year um so make sure you guys check it out i definitely will leave the link directly for the the song in the show notes so make sure you guys check it out So the first up on this list of things that I think you could do is to change bad lifestyle habits slowly. Being able to introduce new things into your life, whether it's you want to read, you know, 10 books in the year, you start with something small and kind of gradually, you know, I want to read 30 minutes a day, start with 10 minutes a day and then increase it to 15 minutes a day. I think in including lifestyle changes uh, slowly into your lifestyle, make it more permanent. Uh, For some people, cutting things off cold turkey or just going full on um, works for them. Uh, But for me personally, I found that I would end up feeling guilty or uh, going reverting back to those old behaviors faster um, when I just kind of did something and planned to do all of these things all at one time and you get overwhelmed. So if there's something that you want to do, whether it's, you know, increase better foods into your diet, just add them slowly. You want to cook more, you know, try cooking one meal a week, then two new meals and then three. And then, you know, being able to make a real lifestyle adjustment comes over time um, and you can feel good about just incorporating it into your life without feeling guilty of slipping back. So the second thing I really want to work on personally is adjusting social media usage. I know it's definitely something that has been incorporated into our lives. And especially given that, you know, I work in digital and media and marketing, um, it is an important tool that I have used. But there are times where I'm using the tool a little too much. Um, and not only that, I think it also can create a definite sense of comparison. You know, more than ever, I think we can compare ourselves and our lives to the people in the screens that we see that it kind of has a negative effect. Additionally, just unfollow negative people and negative things and things that you don't want to kind of soak up your energy. I think it's very important to, you can curate what's in your feed. So go ahead and do that. Um, So even over the last few years, I've gotten into, you know, less engaging with argumentative people, things that I don't agree with, making sure that the, the people that are in my timeline are somehow inspiring me and not really making, you know, me feel in a way that makes me feel negative about myself or the others and people around me. And really and truly, everyone is just not going to get it and they're not going to have the same views as you. Um, So protect your need to kind of create boundaries online and offline. So use that same kind of uh, boundaries that you would in your personal lives, in your online lives as well. Um, And just adjust how much you want to 
to use social media. So, you know, currently the um, iPhone app, you know, they just came out with uh, a new feature where you can see how much time you screen time you spend on your phone. So you can kind of use that as a gauge and, you know, maybe just take it down from there if that's what you want to do. Um, But it's not just about the amount of time that you spend, but what you're actually viewing while you're in the screen. So make sure, you know, you can just not have anything to do with, you know, negativity in your, in your feed. Um, and you can adjust by understanding your own triggers and what, what makes you upset and and vice versa. So, um, be careful. And I'm not saying don't use social media. That's definitely your own preference. But if you find yourself being overwhelmed with, you know, social media and it can be overwhelming, just limit it. And then you can always come back to it. Trust me. Um, the fear of missing out, you know, is something we all feel, but you know, sometimes it's really good to take a break. So following up on social, you know, I, I think a really good one, you know, you can follow negative people on social media, but there are a lot of people in your personal lives that you just want to walk wide, walk clear, cut on clear, you know, there, there are definitely people in your life that maybe you want to kind of filter a little bit, um, you know, stay away from gossip and, and you want to be able to surround yourself with people in your personal lives that are just as impactful and kind of stay clear of the people who are kind of bringing you down and, you know, having bad energy and, you know, discussing things that no longer suit you. You know, a lot of times you're changing and progressing, Um, and not everyone around you is changing and progressing in that same way. And it doesn't mean that you don't, uh, you can't hang out with them or you can't be with them, but they just no longer are, um, having conversations that you want to really engage in. Um, I think it's important to really understand that. And that has everything to do with your everyday life, your career, um, you know, negative energy breeds. I I firmly believe that negative energy breeds more negative energy and misery love company and them something this. So I think you have to be mindful about the spaces that you're in personally and who you let into your own personal space. So just walk wide at the people them where you you know you're not for it. And that goes for in any relationship that you have. So I think that's a good one. The fourth idea on this list that you can probably do is spend more time with yourself. Solo time is amazing, whether it's getting up 10 minutes to just read, write, journal, grabbing a cup of coffee by yourself. That time is definitely needed to kind of really be with yourself. One thing I am going to try this year, a really good friend of mine had recommended it to me. Shout out to Jamie. Thank you. Um, I'm going to try and and do meditation. I've tried it a few times and I, I haven't really been able to kind of tap into it. Um, but I'm a little bit more committed, um, in the space that I, that I'm in now to kind of really set aside the time to really meditate. Um, so I'm going to try it and that's going to be, I I do spend, you know, a lot of solo time by myself. I personally wake up early. I go to the gym. Um, I also do a lot of journaling. So those are things that I do on my solo time, but I kind of want to create a routine around that. So that's actually the fifth one. Um, creating routines. 
I think it's important. I know people don't like to, especially me, I'm very spontaneous, but I've had to create routine in order to give myself the structure that I needed in order to get the things done that I really wanted to do. Um, And it's very hard, especially as a creative person, you just want to be inspired, but the inspiration isn't always there. So creating routines around when I can do things and have time for myself and kind of carve out the the times and routines that I have within my life have made that a little bit easier for me. Um, so you can create a nighttime routine, a morning routine. You know, do you want to take a walk around for five minutes at lunch every day? Those are things that, you know, kind of allow you to know exactly what you're going to do and give you that kind of decompressed time or give you time to just execute on the things that you really need to. So I really think um, creating routines um, is important to kind of getting things done with a, within a structured time frame. Number six is planning ahead. I cannot stress this enough. Um, and I think, you know, having so much to juggle, it it has become the most important part of how I'm able to do so much is I effectively plan ahead. I plan schedules. I joke with my friends. Um, if it's not in the calendar, I'm not doing it. If you, you know, you can't say we're hanging out. I They say, are we hanging? When, when are we hanging? I'm like, when? Give me a date and a time. We can figure out the location, but unless it's in this agenda, it's not happening. So I think planning ahead, and it allows you to spend quality time with the people um, that you want to be around, as well as plan for the work that you have to do. So that has kind of been my way of finding some sort of balance is to plan ahead. Number seven is Eat well. I can't stress this enough. I tell is vital. So you have to eat well and feed the soul, the mind, body, and soul right. And that really does start with good, having a really healthy diet. And what that means for you is different. I have been on this food journey of like trying to improve what I'm eating, paying, be more, being more cognizant of what I'm eating, when I'm eating, And, you know, the way the food is prepared, am I eating, you know, more stuff that I have prepared versus eating out? And it's definitely a struggle, I think, for me personally. Um, Eating well, it doesn't always equate to eating really, really good. You know, I like my good hearty foods um, and love my food. I like to eat and drink. Like, those are, like, two of my favorite things to do. So... But I've also noticed, you know, in especially getting older, you know, that your metabolism changes, you know, working out at different times require different eating habits um, and really just having to adjust what you're eating. So I've incorporated a lot more greens into my um, diet, doing a lot more smoothies. Um, And for me, when I eat well, I actually feel better. And the gym and eating well kind of go together for me. Um, So if I don't go to the gym, then I don't eat as well. 
and vice versa. So if I'm going to the gym, then I tend to eat well. So that's kind of how it works for me personally. But, you know, eating well is definitely important. It impacts how you move on your day to day, just sleeping better and just, you know, keeping you don't want to feel sluggish. So if you have all these things that you have to do and these goals that you want to meet in 2019, you got to make sure you feed the body with the right nutrients. So eating well, discovering what that is for you is really important. So I would say eat well, um, but understand what your body needs um, and not just trying everything out that kind of is in the world for you to to try. You definitely have to test a few things and see what's good for you based on what you like and what you don't like. So when it comes to making goals, make realistic goals. This is number eight on the list of of things that that, that can help you strive and thrive in 2019. Um, Making goals that are realistic. Um, If you want to make, if you want to be a millionaire, you can't be a millionaire if you haven't been making 5,000, 10,000. Um, so I think breaking down lofty goals into realistic timelines, um, is very important. So create a step-by-step of how I'm going to do this and then reevaluate the things that are working and what's not working. And you can pivot and change your goals as you need to. Um, so don't be afraid to make those changes on the fly as you really need to adjust for, you know, the space that you're in, whatever your goals are. It doesn't, it could be family related. It could be career related. Um, it really can be even just on, on your own personal journey of making realistic goals for yourself. Like I said, in the, in the first tip is doing things gradually, like, you know, you don't lose 10 pounds in a week. Yeah, you can, but you might end up gaining it back. It's kind of the same concept. So, you know, make realistic goals for yourself because that I think that that is important to accomplishing those goals. And when you do accomplish them, celebrate it. Celebrate that thing, man. Yeah, I feel celebrated because those blessings you have been working so hard for. So definitely give yourself a pat on the back. And, you know, even if you have no one pushing for you, rooting for you, guiding for you, you know, you have to be able to celebrate and appreciate the wins of those goals. Um, I'm not always good at that. I'm kind of like, yep, met that goal. Let's go to the next one. But taking the time to reflect on the goals that you have met is definitely, definitely important. Number nine is say no even more. I know, I know. You want to say yes to everything. Want to do everything. That fear of missing out is serious. But you can't be everything. You can't be everywhere. And sometimes you just have to cancel plans. Tell people no, you can't do things in order to maintain yourself. We all want to be there for everyone around us. I I know that I tend to be that way, Um, but saying no has been a great blessing. Um, I know Shonda Rhimes, I actually just read Shonda Rhimes' book of saying yes to everything. I was the person that said yes to everything and everyone all the time. Um, And you can get serious burnout. Um, So say yes to yourself, which I encourage, 
and 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 that comes with saying no to others sometimes so understanding that difference i think is is really good because if you're not well or if you're you're not really feeling things you know you have to trust your mind and your body and your soul and and just say no cuz you can and you don't owe anyone a true excuse as to why you've given people um the opportunity to say yes or no and even when people tell you no accept it and kind of move on and it doesn't mean it's the end of the world it's just a no for whatever that thing is and respect that no put some respect on that no okay the last and probably one of the most important things on this list is even in doing all of this, even in, you know, um, having all of these outlets and wanting to have personal changes and personal growth, sometimes you just need to talk to a third party who is objective and you might just need to get a therapist. I know there's a whole lot of stigmas, but I think that now it's kind of being a little bit more openly discussed, especially amongst, you know, people of color and just everything that is happening. We are overwhelmed with ideas and thoughts and even our own thoughts kind of get to us and we kind of let that get to us sometimes. So it's okay to kind of seek help and, you know, I think help having that help to kind of clear the mind is really important because that is really going to set you up for success. There are a lot of great resources to finding a therapist and I think many people um, have have very different resources and you'd be surprised at how many people are actually in therapy and using therapy, not because um, they can't solve their problems, but because they want to actively solve their problems that they have. They want to work through them. And I think it's really important to acknowledge um, the the strength in that. Um, and for many, that has been shunned in our community, but I think we're changing that narrative uh, around the stigmas around therapy. And you can still pray and go to therapy. You can need Jesus and therapists and, 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 and a look at dancehall music and you'll be all good. So don't be afraid to um, reach outside the box and, and have have conversations that really matter with a therapist. So that is it. I hope you really enjoy a prosperous new year 2019. Um, should be good for everyone. And even if it's not, just take the lessons that you're learning. Um, to be completely honest, I'm not starting off with a bang. Um, but I think that I'm going to get there through positive thoughts, positive vibes, and kind of just realigning and, and being able to plan accordingly. So I hope that you take some of these ideas. I'm taking some of my own ideas and putting them into fruition this year as well, because I definitely want to have a prosperous um, 2019 and beyond. Uh, so I, I haven't waited to do all of these things, but some of these, it just takes some time. So don't be too hard on yourself. I think that's also very important. Um, you don't have to do all of this all at one time. Pick what is most important to you, what you're prioritizing, and then kind of go from there. And until next time, talk to your little tummy peeps. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Style and Vibes podcast. If you like what you hear, and I know you do, share it with your friends and family. 
If you want more, make sure you visit stylingvibes.com and follow us on our social channels, Twitter and Instagram at stylingvibes. Until next time, Leah Tommy peeps.